Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Talking about chicken a la king Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh Real potatoes and vegetables With roasted garlic and basil Zucchini ziti Granola fruit bar Look at all this beautiful food Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan, everybody. My guest today is a hilarious comedian, frequent guest on The Tonight Show. He has three fantastic comedy albums, Jokes to Make Love to, Live from Venice, and most recently, Dark White. You can find them all on Spotify. Please welcome a good friend, very handsome, Lachlan Patterson. Thank you, Dan. Do you like it when people say you're handsome or no, you don't? Is that like saying like, like when they, someone brings up like a, like a female comedian and they're like, oh, she's a funny lady. Give it up for, you know. Right. You, am I objectifying you by saying that? I don't take it, obviously, personally, because it's a compliment. But I do know from my own personality, when people tell me up front, like a lot of people say that this next comedian's really good looking. Right. Please welcome. The whole <laughs> so- audience goes, he's not that good looking. Like they, ch- they're challenged to, you're set up to fail. Like anytime right. someone says, you got to be my friend, you're going to love her. I'm like, I already hate her. You just ruined it. Right. My mom used to think that I look like, and she still thinks that I look, I'm a spitting image of Antonio Banderas. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm clearly not. And she would go and tell all of her friends, my son, he looks like Antonio Banderas. And then I would meet these fucking women at her antique shop. And she'd be like, doesn't he look like Antonio? And they're like, uh, yeah, sure. He looks like Antonio Banderas. <laughs> this little fucking Jew. Oh, looks I'm so like sorry. Antonio Banderas. Anyway, so I guess uh, I guess we can relate in a weird way. Um, before we get to how how handsome we are and how debonair we both are <laughs> um now everyone's gonna everyone's looking at the at your fridge pick but uh you guys can i'm gonna share the fridge pick you guys can see lachlan's fridge uh on my instagram at stand up dan here we go we're getting into it oh my okay i even got some freezer in there for you you got some freezer in here this is a pretty it's a pretty good fridge uh it's a very like I eat clean. I live by the beach. I like to bike on the boardwalk. Oh, man, you nailed me. Did I nail it? Am I getting any of it? <laughs> you got it exactly. I love <laughs> riding my bike on the boardwalk. Oh, did it yesterday. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so it seems like the whole top row of the fridge is devoted to watermelon of uh, <laughs> many different cuts and shapes and sizes. Oh, man. I, I'm glad that that watermelon is no longer there. I have a joke yeah. about how, like, whenever I see a half watermelon with saran wrap at this grocery store, it looks like someone returned half a watermelon. And right. just was like, I can't finish this. I'm, I'm done. I... I, I can't even fit my garbage can, so I just brought it here and figured you guys could sell it. 
Is this a, did you have a whole watermelon and it, it's turned into this half here? It look, it, yeah. And it looks like I've separated a slice over there in the green Tupperware. Yes. Cause you have a standalone half of watermelon. You mm-hmm. have a Tupperware with sliced watermelon. And then yes. there's yet another Tupperware, which, which with what looks like cubed watermelon. God, is that what that is? I can't, I don't even, I a... it's like the watermelon in all its three forms. It's like the father, the son and the Holy spirit of watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> I like to spread out my watermelon shaping. The second row is uh, is we got some booze, we got some champagne. It looks like yeah. yeah. Always have always have champagne. I hate champagne. It's uh, I don't like it at all. Um, you hate champagne. You yeah. hate the bubbly liquids of the gods. You just hate it. I hate all the things that you are are known as celebrity, like cigars and champagne. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my God, I love both of those things so much. Together, both together. Oh, I, I closed the deal that day. <laughs> <laughs> they are the ultimate symbol of uh, kick your feet up and take a year off for sure. <laughs> um, you've got, is this the Heineken Zero, the zero alcohol <laughs> Heineken? I have a friend who doesn't drink and she leaves them at our house when she, I mean, she, when we have a party, she just has somewhere to grab. That is so funny. She preemptively puts them there. Yeah. Yeah. How often are you having these parties where she's it's like, not often enough that you should be renting space in my fridge. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's funny. I'm, I'm actually doing a sober October. Oh, nice. The Heineken Heineken zero is, I think I'm, I'm trying to do a taste test of all the, uh, the zero calorie beers and stuff. And the Heineken seems to be uh, one of the, clearly one of the, the best ones. Come on over, man. <laughs> come get it um is this a red bull next to it is that what's going i think that is a fin du monde beer i think that's a beer that i really like Um, oh okay it's called fin du monde you know how i know that you don't like champagne and the finer things in life why because you call it fin du monde instead of fin du monde (laughs) it's we all know what it means (laughs) the end of the world end of the world that's a belgian beer I think so. I think so. It's delicious. Are you a big beer drinker? Is that uh, your main libation? I don't drink that much, <clears throat> but I like the beer. I don't like the IPAs at all. That's my only complaint about beer is if it's an IPA. I do. It tastes to me like sour grapefruit juice. It's just not mm. for me. Mm-hmm. I that, good. Yeah, IPAs to me are a little too like I picture just like. A barrel-chested dude with some sort of leather apron who, yeah. you know, has beard oil. Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. That's probably the opposite of my thing. Kind of like how you hate the cigars and the champagne. I don't like the beard oil and the, uh, you know, <laughs> fucking, what are those boots? Like Red Wings? What are the boots they like? You don't like Red Wings? No. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific about your hate. <laughs> Okay, what is this thing next to the eggs? That is a little herb holder, so it actually expands like it's like a like a xylof or accordion style. It can get bigger mm. and smaller. It's really cool. Um, and I think in there is some herbs like mint. I make a lot of salads. Wait, that's a very cool way to Tupperware to have a xylophone Tupperware. Why don't a- why accordion? Don't, a- accordion. Sorry, yes, yeah, xylophone Tupperware makes zero sense. <laughs> 
<laughs> They're just long and very thin. It's a saxophone container. Wait, is this specifically made for herbs, or this is just a company no. that makes makes a uh, um what accordion? Uh, you forgot it. I keep saying xylophone. You put fucking xylophone <laughs> in my did, head. I almost did it too. That's like a very good Shark Tank idea. Yeah, if it wasn't already invented. Yeah. Mass produced. No, I'm saying it feels like it would have been something <laughs> pitched on Shark Tank. <laughs> no, I'm not saying, dude, that's a good idea. Let's go to Shark Tank with it. <laughs> no, Dan, it's it's already out to market, Dan. It can't. And then you got your free range. Oh, blazoned on the top of these eggs is free range in like a 70 font red. So everyone knows how good of a person you are yeah. and how much you love the chicky chicks. Oh, we're so good to our chickens, aren't we? Yeah. We, we give them the good. whole, we give the eggs a field to sit in. Each egg is given like a little mini pillow, like a Fabergé egg. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's bedroom eggs. Yeah. Oh, that's but, not free range? No, that's out in the field. But if you could, for an extra five bucks, you get bedroom raised. Right. Put you, the farmer has the eggs on his bed. Just sleeping with the farmer. The yolk is so orange. So, I don't know. I love me an orange yolk. I'll tell you. Nothing gets me more excited than an orange yolk. Say orange again. Orange. All right. Orange? Yeah, no, you're good. You got a good pronunciation of orange. Orange. I say o- orange. Orange. Is that an East Coast, West Coast thing? I'm, I don't know. I, where did we come up with our versions? Where are you mine, from? Mine starts with O, orange. Yours starts with A, orange. A-R-N-G-E. Orange. Here I was thinking that we were having a discussion about etymology and different pronunciations, but I realized I'm just I'm just being uh, made to look a fool on my own goddamn platform. Two items ago, you were bugging me for fin du monde. Fin du monde. That's true. Fin du monde. Can't even get to the third row. <laughs> third row. Here we go. Okay. There's a lot of... Dairy on the left side. We've got yeah. uh, no lactose. We don't like lactose in this family. Although this is whole milk. Why is it that the person drinking the whole milk with lactose gets Kroger brand? And then yeah. who's having the lactose free gets the Horizon Organic with the with the cow that's, uh, you know, doing a pot of beret in the sky. A detective, a dude on the case. What's going on here? Well, we live next door to a mini mart. And what I believe happened is we were out of milk. So I went and grabbed something from the mini mart, but they don't have lactose free there. And I like lactose free. I'm a sucker for milk. So I went to the, when I was at the grocery store, I got the $7 uh, lactose free box. So what's going to happen to the Kroger milk then? I give it to my kid. Okay. I got four year old. So you give your factory farm milk to the child, but you, you yourself, will sit back and relax and have the uh, expensive milk. Yeah, I, I can't handle these chemicals and poisons and that other stuff that he, his body can. They're resilient, those little ones, you they know? Are. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. I, on the other hand, will have diarrhea. <laughs> it's, a food, it's a food podcast. Let's reel it in, Lachlan. Let's reel right. it in. My with bad. The, with the diarrhea talk. There's a lot of people eating dinner, listening to this podcast right now. Uh, looking at this fridge there, probably put their fork down. No, it's a it's a pretty good fridge. Is this, this might be a Green Eggs and Dan first. Is this a bottle of Sunny D? 
<laughs> is there a bottle of Sunny D in your fucking fridge? Like you're a like you're a commercial out of the nineties, dude. If this was a commercial out of the nineties, you would have spotted that before you spotted anything. <laughs> you would be. Let's see. We got some green stuff, some white stuff, <laughs> purple stuff. And what's this? You would have gone right for the Sunny D. Yeah, that's a that's a little mini bottle of Sunny D. Wow. Uh, yeah. When you have a kid, there's just these. There's a lot of randos in there. I mean, geez, looking at all this stuff. I didn't even think that you were a dad looking at this fridge. I thought you were a, a single hobo. <laughs> now I'm really a child has to be fed out of this fridge. How many hobos have two bottles of champagne? Like <laughs> this is the most successful hobo ever. Yeah, he's getting his shit together. I, I don't have a job. I don't think I'm going to crack this champagne. And then you've got the... Uh, lucerne sweet cream the coffee creamer guilty pleasure man right there i love that stuff it's It's so sweet the cream it's too sweet it's too sweet so what i do in the morning i have my coffee black but at about three four o'clock you know i'll probably pour myself a cup with a little of that stuff in it and it's just it's just such a little gift for you know getting my work done so are you intermittent fasting is that why you're just having black coffee in the morning? I like black coffee. I really do. It's just, you know, that sweet creamer. It's like a angel food cake. So good. It is. It's like liquid cake is what you're having in the afternoon. Uh, oh, yeah. I know what I'm doing. I know where yeah. it's he- I, my life's heading. Yeah, you're good. But you counter it with two very large packages of pre-washed salad greens. How am I doing there? One's open. The top one seems to have a radicchio in it. <laughs> I spy radicchio. <laughs> Don't be radicchio. Don't be radicchio. And the bottom one seems to be a uh, spinach. I'm going to go 100% spinach blend, maybe. Yeah, it's probably some sort of a, <clears throat> yeah, a blend. They're all blends. I yeah. get the blends. Do you get the blends? I don't. I go straight fucking uncut arugula. Oh, I love that. I love arugula. Aru- pronounce that? Uh-oh. Arugula? You uh, said arugula. I did say arugula. And then I said arugula because I don't know how to say it. <laughs> I just figured, throw everything. What is it? I think it's arugula. Arugula. All right. Thank you. Arugula. I would say maybe the British pronunciation is arugula. Is it, but... Calig- is it Caligula? No, it's Caligula. Arugula. Ah, I see. You're That's using Caligula. using Roman Roman emperors as your. Uh... I mean, is it? I'm sure you'll get comments. How do you yell at someone for se- s- pronouncing something wrong? Like typing, it's arugula, not arugula. It's <laughs> right. pronounced arugula, like a like a roux, like a, a flour and butter is a roux. So you know you have to like bring out weird ways to pronounce right. it using different words. Um, in England, they call it rocket. Did you know that? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. That's what they call crack cocaine here. Rocket? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it seems to me one of those two things is worthy of that word. I'm going to go with a leafy green should not be called a fucking rocket. It doesn't make me feel that. Yeah, but. Crack cocaine? Yeah. Now yes. we're talking. That, that makes that's... more sense. Makes tons of sense. <laughs> if you put a bushy, leafy vegetable up and a, a, a 
rock in a Ziploc bag and wrote the word rocket, where would most people draw the arrow? I think we know the answer to that. Sure do. You got crispers full of full of greens. Really, uh, you know, we got a broccoli forward, broccoli mm-hmm. frontier. Yeah. Um, lemon. Is that a, also another radicchio? It might be a bag of grapes. Mm. I can't tell. I think that's a pear in the front. Usually it's pears, apples, grapes. The a little pag. We call that yeah. pag. Pag? Yeah, pears, apples, grapes, pag. Oh, a little pag action? Yeah, a little pag. I keep the apples and pears and grapes in the fridge. I put the oranges out on the counter and bananas on the countertop. Mm. Yeah, I think that's what you're supposed to do. But I'm always like worried about uh, those fruit flies. They don't give a fuck what's, what is going to ripen up better on the outside or the inside. They're going I, for it. That's true. You know what I, know. I put next to my fruit? Hmm. A Venus flytrap. <laughs> and it catches them. It's crazy. I don't think Venus flytraps catch fruit flies. They catch regular flies. They catch regular flies. Those are the ones I want to catch. The regular flies? Yeah. You know what I ordered recently, which is very sadistic and fun, is the electric electrocuting tennis racket. Oh, those are fun. Very fun. I like leave fruit out now, just hoping, hoping these fuckers come in. And they'll catch fire sometimes if you hold it on there, right? They smoke. Oh, yeah, they smoke. They turn to fire. And I, I'm like fucking sadistic Rafael Nadal in my home now. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't get enough of it. You put a headband on and little uh, <laughs> tennis, tennis attire. Yeah, exactly. I think they should make a throwback one that's like made out of wood, like a wooden. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> that Just would like... be an Urban Outfitters would do that, like the wooden uh, tennis fly swatting racket. That would be great with the uh, with the rack to hold it in. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tillamook, shout out uh, to the to the dirty tea Tillamook. Fantastic uh, cheese out of Oregon. I love uh, Tillamook. Um, I've actually been to the town of Tillamook. You have. Yeah, I made a pilgrimage to my dairy mecca. <laughs> and it's like the whole town is all Tillamooked out. It's like, welcome to the Tillamook post office. And like, you know, it's like a picture of a, of a wheel of cheese delivering mail, you know. Oh, they, they welcome the, yeah. the, the company as their own. They lean in. They lean okay. in for sure. All right, quick glance at the freezer. Yeah. Uh, you got some Lego My Egos. Mm-hmm. Which I haven't, I haven't had since I was a kid, and I would love to revisit. Oh, he, he'll leave a couple on the plate after he's done, and I'll just <sighs> snap, snap them up. Yeah, they're great. Oh, so now you eat your child's food, and you give him the shitty milk. I don't eat his shitty milk, but I will eat all the other shitty shit. Oh, dude, the going back in times when you were a kid, like, this is so great. You know, hot dogs for dinner and stuff. I was going to say, it's probably, that's probably one of the more fun uh, facets of being a father is to be able to relive all these fun foods like, you know, Klondike bars and, yeah. uh, you know, the, the Lego My Egos. It's a huge part. It's a huge part. It's like, that to me is the biggest selling point. To having kids. Yeah. To put the food. Yeah, that's it. Which makes me think maybe I should just get that food on my own and it would probably save me a lot of money. Yeah. Don't have kids. 
No. <laughs> Not for the food. Not for I the did food. it for the food. Yeah, like, what if I do it for the food and then I get, like, a fucking gluten-free kid and now I can't have the Eggos? Right. You know, I can't have the pancakes. You don't need the kid. You can just have those. I don't know, but then, you know, the the supermarket delivery guy is going to be like, oh, how, how old's uh, your little one? And I'm going to be like, no little one here. Just give me my food. Just give me my food. Uh, okay, uh, sir. You got that's a bucket of ice cream back there, detective. Where at the back, back right is a Briars ice cream bucket. Oh, this, yeah. Oh, you go for Briars, huh? Well, it's to make milkshakes. Hmm. So you take the Briars vanilla. Okay, give it to me. This is your the go to uh, milkshake recipe. Right there, you can see the chocolate upside down. Chocolate upside down. Yes. The oh Hershey's. Yeah. Yeah, and baby. So put the ice cream in with that, and your uh, your kid is happy as can be. Um, it seems like you're not feeding your child healthy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go out on a limb and say everything healthy in here was for you. You're like, yeah, I like salads. I make salads, and then you're like, oh yeah, this uh tub of uh, uh icing. Yes, that's for the kid's breakfast. <sighs> Puts him in the in the right mindset for the day. Yeah, this is bad. This is actually, Lachlan, um, <laughs> your wife wanted me to have you on the podcast as an intervention. Oh, it's uh, her fault. You can yeah. go ahead and bring her on. She's the one who buys this. Um, yeah, this is, you know, there's a lot of highbrow, lowbrow in this fridge. Yeah, you're right. There's Which is fun. Of, there's fruit over on the right, uh, tropical frozen fruit down there. Okay, that's for your smoothies, I'm assuming. <laughs> that's, none of that is getting to the kid. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like that. That's true. But there's blueberries. <laughs> he likes the blueberries. I'll make him a blueberry sh- chocolate shake tonight. Oh, that's at night. That's before he gets to bed. You want to spike that fucking <laughs> insulin. Uh, Capri Sun, another very fun kid uh, drink. The packaging. The oh, packaging yeah. is everything on the Capri Sun. For sure. You know, what is that shape? It's like a. there's no name for that shape. Like physics never even thought about a shape like the Capri Sun packaging. Yeah, they call it a pouch, but it's the only thing that does it. Like other companies have copied, but it's not. It's still all for children. Yeah. Where I feel an adult line of drinks with these pouches would be so great. Once Capri Sun starts making their version of White Claw, it's game over. It's donezo. <laughs> like, if you could be at an adult party with one of those things in your hands, <laughs> how have they not done that? Hello, sharks. That one we can bring to Shark Tank. Yes. Just sitting there in the corner. Dude, I'm telling you, that's not a bad idea. Because think about it. White Claws, like you're sitting by the pool. It's very fun to eat that, to drink that by the pool. Unbreakable. Unbreakable. How have they not? Oh, my God. I'm a fan of taking kid stuff. And then giving it an adult zhuzhing, you know? That'll get you in trouble. Yeah, like put some, you know what? Maybe uh, instead of putting your mushrooms, uh, you know, to microdose in chocolates, maybe uh, mushroom ego waffles. Now, see, so this is something I think I could probably do better is, yes, see, hiding good food in bad food. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah smoothies make you know i can make an ice cream smoothie i could blend kale in there and he'd have i was just gonna say spinach blends very well and no one ever fucking notices 
I agree. Back to now we get to super low brow. You got the ranch dressing. Yeah. Um, ranch. You got ranch. You got ready whip. Yeah. This is all crap. This is fucking all over the place, man. Do you, <laughs> do you see this Coleman's mustard? Are you, uh, are you familiar? I love this stuff. I've only had Coleman's mustard powder. Like the there's powder. a mustard seed thing. Yeah. What is this? This is a spicy mustard. Mm. It's so yummy. Fun. Yeah. Tell your friends. Tell your fans. Get Coleman's mustard. It's a little pricey. I think it's like eight bucks for that little thing. Mm. But okay. So this is going in the highbrow section of the fridge. That's the best thing on that shelf right there. And it's right next to probably the lowest brow thing, which is <laughs> signature brand <laughs> pre-grated Parmesan cheese. Oh, man, that, that stuff, I keep finding it in the cupboard and it is supposed <laughs> to be refrigerated. And I talk to the whole family about it, but nobody listens. No, it's not supposed to be in your fucking house. <laughs> Throw that shit out. Get Parmesan cheese and grate it on your poor child's food. That's the same thing, dude. They just pre-grate it. It's the no, same thing. it's full of chemicals to keep it shelf stable. Trust me, leaving that out did nothing to it. It's totally fine out of the fridge. They just want to say that you have to keep it in so that so that you don't think what the fuck is this parmesan cheese and why is it okay to be out of the fridge wow they go to a lot of trouble all right top row we've got philadelphia cream cheese that's not in the box like it's the box is rolled over on its side and the cream cheese has fallen out uh there's a uh, uh, butter very cheap industrial butter <laughs> It's being roasted here for there's three stacks of some sort of uh uh sauce on the side that you got with a takeout order that you leave up here. We all do this, don't we? Yeah, Isn't this in everyone's fridge. Well, this is this is definitely in mine, the ketchup packets. Who's who what kind of monster is gonna throw out ketchup packets? Right. <clears throat> Maybe yeah. the one that has must I, I do have ketchup in that fridge somewhere. This is this is not an awful fridge. All right. Uh, you know, you're probably going to be in the sevens is what my guess is. What would you rate your own fridge? Oh, at that point? Yeah, that's, that's embarrassing. I agree. Uh, those just the, the sunny D and the vitamin D Kroger and the Lucerne, uh, the, the dead center are just like, that's mm. not who I am. It just was who I was at that time that I took that picture, which was a month ago. Right. And what has happened in that month that has changed this? Uh, is there any way to snap a shot and then have you pull it up? No, it's too fucking late, man. This is your shot. Well, I'll tell you this. That bottle of Sprite is still there. The bottle of Sprite? Where is there a bottle of Sprite? I didn't even notice that. Right next to the champagne. Oh. I like that Sprite. I got rid of that shit. Here's the thing. If you were just a single dude and this was your fridge, I'd be like, Dude, pretty fucking good. I like Thank it. You. But now that I hear that there's a child uh, yeah, that needs to be fed here, I'm like, I want to call Child Protective Services and send them this fridge. Awesome. <laughs> I could use some support from them. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to knock I at could, your door and you're going to be like, oh, could, I thought you'd never arrive. Thank you in. so much. Come in. Tell can me I, what I'm doing. Can I interest you in a uh, smoothie with... Uh, some grated Parmesan. They didn't even spell ready right. Ready whip. They didn't even spell whip right. Yeah, ready whip is R-E-D-D-I-W-I-P. 
you know when they start doing stuff like that it's like they when they spell things wrong they they alleviate themselves from being the thing you know like when they say crab with a k then it's not crab. you know no, like they just spell it wrong and be like you know they make it sound zany but really it's because you didn't you excluded the ingredient that is that thing yeah got, ready whip definitely has no milk in it no cream it's just like uh some sort of styrofoam that they've figured out how to liquid like turn into liquid uh, i'm gonna go you're making me go clean my fridge today really i guess that's good you know what's a fun thing to do that's very easy and it's a little OCD, but it really brings a lot of joy when you open the fridge is turning the labels facing out. <laughs> Dude, if I you told me just to take the photo, I could have done that. Well, that's the best part is I write in the in the email, don't try to stage your fridge, leave it as is. So that I can just, so that I can just shit all over it. Oh, there's a fly on my camera. Where's my mm-hmm. Venus flytrap? Do you actually have a Venus flytrap? Yeah, I'm not kidding. I I use that's my fly killer and it works great. Does it really? <laughs> it really does. It I've... it has six mouths and wow. uh, these flies land on it. It's cuz it's got like a nectar in it that draws them in and then dude, it I watch it. It just closes on them. Oh, that must be very satisfying to watch. Oh, it's heavenly. I think if we were if we were younger and we were saying these things to our parents, they would send us to a therapist and be like, "He likes to see animals go through pain. This can't be good." Dude, if you watch if you watch type Venus flytrap in your Google videos and pull up the Planet Earth one with David Attenborough's voice describing the whole thing, they actually like the super magnify microphone. They catch the f- screams of the flies, and my kid and I are watching. <laughs> <laughs> and these flies are screaming shut up yeah it's incredible oh my god that's fucked up but like ve- like it's the first thing i'm googling when we're done here yeah yeah David, i mean a venus flytrap it's a fascinating uh creature i mean that sounds like something that like king joffrey would be like invent me a microphone so i can hear the flies screaming as they are yeah and they're eaten alive <laughs> don't forget the microphone when you record the flies what is uh in general so what part of town do you live in i am in ventura now in ventura okay have you yeah. found any interesting foods out there that uh that you couldn't find elsewhere i mean where i live on ventura avenue it's like a food truck extravaganza it's all food trucks and every single food truck serves the exact same thing mexican food Mm. in like walking distance i have about six or seven different mexican food choices wow yeah at least that could be dangerous late at night i agree but most people's choices are like burger king or mcdonald's mine are like avenue tire there's one in a tire shop it's just Yeah, dude, you can eat Mexican food in a tire shop next door to me. And it's crazy. Like, they just worked it out where after after this tire shop closes, this guy pulls out chairs and tables and, and pulls his truck in and it's line up out the door and people love it. Wow, no way. Take your lady to a tire shop for, for dinner. Yeah. Great Mexican food, I would say, is the, is the hype here.
Let me tell you why I hate pre-shredded Parmesan cheese so much. It's because it contains a lot of ingredients that aren't cheese. Listen to the results of an FDA investigation into Castle Cheese Inc.'s pre-grated cheese a few years ago. Castle Cheese provides most of the quote-unquote cheese you buy. On a visit to their cheese factory, the FDA found evidence that the cheese manufacturer was using wood pulp as a filler. Wood pulp! The manufacturer was flagged for making its product with substitutes. According to the FDA's report, no Parmesan cheese was used to manufacture the product. Instead, a blend of Swiss cheese, mozzarella, white cheddar, and cellulose, and pulp, was labeled as Parmesan cheese. So either get the real stuff or pass, or cut out the middleman and just shave wood pulp on your pasta. I uh, I don't know much about your uh, your food history, so we're going to start with the questions that I sent over. Starting with, what is your earliest food memory? I guess I I was at Cub Scouts. Cub Scouts. My dad got me in the Cub Scouts, and the first night we were camping with all these Cub Scouts, and I remember I got a hot dog, and whatever the Cub Master, whatever mm-hmm. her name was, it was a woman. She wouldn't let me pour my own ketchup on my hot dog mm-hmm. and i felt that that was so not very cub scouty mm. right like here we are learning to survive for ourselves out here and you won't even let me put my own ketchup on my hot dog like you have to divvy me the ketchup out in the wild right and so i was me i immediately felt totally ripped off by the the allure of this world where I was escaping into the woods. Uh, wow. I remember we, we played hide and go seek and everyone hid and no one found me and they just moved on to the next game. And I was hiding in the bushes. I remember while they had moved on. It was the fucking worst. Pardon me. It was the worst. Oh man. What a sad earliest food memory. Mm. Yeah. Jeez. All right. Well, sorry for being a downer. Let's go to your death row meal. Let's figure out why you're in death row. I'm going to say you are uh, at the tire shop having tacos and you're not going to believe it, but the fucking woman from the Cub Scouts is in line with you. You can't fucking believe it. And so she starts to put some sauce in her taco and you go, oh, I'm sorry, Miss Patterson. Uh, You're not allowed to put your own sauce in your taco. And she's going to be like, what what excuse me because she's 95 at this point what 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 do you mean young man and you say young man when i was a young man you took my goddamn innocence away and then you grab her head and you you smush it up against the al pastor you know the rotating al pastor thing oh ouch and she's like what are you doing this this isn't really hurting i'm just uh i mean it hurts and then uh you remove the al pastor and then you put her head in the uh, in the heat source but then she's just burnt and she's like ow why are you doing this and then um as she's trying to run away you grab one of the tires from the tire shop and just like launch it at her roll it okay oh yeah you roll it slowly and she tries to she tries to zigzag outrun it but like it's one of those like it's it starts to zigzag itself the tire and it gets her and it runs her over and uh, 
Now you're on death row. What is your death row meal? Oh, man. My lawyer's head. How about, God, my mom, I remember when I was a kid, used to make me, you know, sockeye salmon, poached sockeye salmon on a, on a pastry covered in a dill cream sauce with uh, green peas. Whoa. It was so good. And then she put a little pastry cap on top of it. It was almost like a pastry bun, like a croissant, wow. a croissant level of pastry of, of flakiness. Imagine taking a, a, a poached salmon, laying it on a croissant, and then putting the croissant top on, and then covering the whole thing in a dill cream. Mm. Yeah, it was so good. Wait, so she's and like that, an amazing chef. My mom can cook. That's some serious shit right there. Oh, I loved it. Wow, I love that. Wild sockeye, not no farmed Atlantic. Not the stuff that you feed your child. No, exactly. You can have the farmed. <laughs> your son has the uh, the stuff that's on the sale rack at Sprouts that is from the farm. Because his body, his body is strong, and it will yeah. it will recover. Yeah, they're resilient. <laughs> Mine will not. <laughs> What is the best high-end meal that you've ever had? I remember going to High Steakhouse and having filet mignon. That was pretty incredible. Which steakhouse? Uh, High's, H-Y. Is that a Canadian thing? I think so. I've never heard of it. High Steakhouse. Yeah. Anyone who knows High's knows what I'm talking about. H-Y. All you high heads out there talking about that filet. There's one in Hawaii and where I'm from. Wow, that's in Calgary. Yeah, there's not a lot of them. There's they're Canadian, and there's one in Hawaii, mm. <clears throat> in Honolulu. I forgot you're from Calgary. Calgary, Vancouver. I'm from Vancouver. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. You're from Vancouver. Vancouver's got a fantastic uh, food culture. Yeah, yeah, they got a great one. When you said wild sockeye salmon, I was mm-hmm. like, huh, interesting. Why? Because that's like, there's very few, especially when we were younger, there were very few places you could get that. It's probably like fucking Alaska and the West Coast of Canada. <clears throat> or Yeah, exactly. Pacific Northwest. It's, I can, I've joked, I didn't even know this was a joke until someone made me, told me it's funny. I can, I can look at two fillets of salmon and tell you which one's wild and which one's farmed. Yeah. Most people should be able to as well. But yeah, these pretty... posters were shocked. I will say this, and this might be a this might be a shots fired moment right now. Are you ready for shots to be fired? <laughs> they haven't been yet. <laughs> I think that when it comes to salmon, the farm stuff tastes better than most of the wild stuff. You're probably right. <laughs> wild king is great. Wild aura, you know, the sockeye stuff can be super lean. Mm-hmm. And the thing is that farmed one was raised like a fucking veal in a little yeah. pen. And it's yeah. fat just gets nice and marbly. Oh, dude, the buttery. It's like butter in between each bone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's I mean, it's gross because they, so like they have to feed them food coloring to make them that color, <laughs> which is disgusting. Because yeah. I think otherwise it would just be gray. That's what I was told. It, they, they live in lice they're called when you catch them you catch them i took my dad fishing one year for salmon and to stock up the ocean Mm. with salmon because they're an overfished animal Mm. they take 
half of the farmed ones, I don't know the exact ratio, but they take a lot of the farmed ones and they release them into the ocean. So they farm them small and then they release them in the ocean. Okay. And the way that you can tell is they cut one of the fins. So if you catch it and it has missing a fin, you know it came from a farm. Mm. And it's called a pink salmon. Mm -hmm. But you don't need to check the fin. As soon as you try to hold it, it slips right out of your hands because it's covered in a slimy residue Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from being in the farm for so long. It's just, it's filthy. Mm -hmm. And so you just, you don't eat it. I probably should have done this before, but I should tell you that we're sponsored by a farm-raised salmon company. You are? Uh, yeah. So just uh, if you're listening, uh, Mrs. Johnson, founder and CEO of Pen Pal Fish. <laughs> Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> we apologize to you. I'm familiar with her hatchery. Yes, the uh, the the, the that, that slime it just adds a, an umami flavor uh, to the fish. It's, uh, it's it's fine. It's totally fine. What's the best low end meal you've ever had? Is it the uh, taco at the tire store? Double quarter pounder with cheese from McDonald's. Mmm. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, it's I'm and it sucks because I go to L.A. for gigs, and then I drive the one one home mm-hmm. at sometimes like one in the morning. And I see the golden arches as I'm pulling up over Thousand Oaks. Mm-hmm. And I just, it's torture. It's, it's very hard for me to just pass it by. Yeah. And not, and not get the double quarter pound of cheese. How often are you having it? Uh, once a week. At the wow. Most. At the most. Hell yeah. You know <laughs> Thank why? you. You know why I like that? Because everyone comes on this fucking podcast and they're always like, my favorite thing, I never have it because it's disgusting. <laughs> but uh chicken nuggets. I'm like, you don't have to fucking preface it by saying that. Like, just say it's chicken nuggets. Like they love to say, I never go to McDonald's, but if I found myself there, if it was the apocalypse and I had nowhere else to go, and I st- <laughs> you know chicken like, nuggets are my favorite thing ever. Yeah. I love that you don't qualify your McDonald's with I hate it and I would never go there. Uh, you know, good on you. Thanks, Dan. I'm guilty of it. I, I accept it. <clears throat> yes. Again, it all falls very much in line with your highbrow, lowbrow mix of, hey, guys, don't have farm-raised salmon. Uh, you should only have wild-caught, line-pole caught from the uh, waters of the, uh, of the uh, Pacific Northwest seasonal but then you're like, I go to fucking McDonald's every week and take down a double quarter pounder. We got our principles, man. We all have our line of integrity that we draw. I like it. I'm into it. Uh, you said before you're not that much of a drinker, but do you have a favorite drunk food? Probably that double quarter pounder with cheese again, mm. dude. Yeah. going to go right back to it. I also, I really love Reese's peanut butter cups. Just... Yeah, if I see those in a gas station on a road trip once a week, <laughs> I'm hitting it. Um, do you like the regular Reese's or the dark Reese's? Nah, just keep it simple. OG. OG, for sure. Nothing nothing broke, don't fix it. I don't know who just who got a promotion at Reese's, but they're putting the peanut butter cups and everything now. Yeah. I mean, there's the Halloween ones. They've got shakes. 
Yeah. They've got a lot of stuff. They've really uh, opened up the portfolio. Yeah. It's like they hired like a consulting firm, like Accenture. Do you remember that Brian Regan uh, bit about cran cranberries? Ocean Spray. Ocean yeah, spray. the guy at Ocean Spray. Thank you. Do you remember this bit? I don't think I do. Like they're trying to get, he's trying to get cranberries and everything. You got cran, you got grapes. Well, let's put cranberry in there. We call it cran grape. You got watermelon called cran watermelon. You got, and he just goes Brian Regan style becomes ridiculous. I feel right. like he, he could do the same with the Reese's company. Yeah. They're getting, they're getting ridiculous. You know what though? They're getting their comeuppance. It's a wonderful food and it should be in everything. <laughs> I, I agree. Good positive spin. Do you have a favorite, like a hangover cure? Or you're not really hungover enough to care. Bloody Mary. Oh, you're a hair of the dog. If you go back to that photo of the fridge, you'll see at the back, I got some Bloody Mary mix at the back there. Really? Yeah. That's. I mean, that's what I was taught when I was in my 20s. And I haven't found anything better. Just just a little booze in the morning just to to get me straight. Yeah. And you, and you give a little sidecar to your son so that you can have some father-son time. Can't can't wait till we're drinking together. He's four now, but as soon as he's legal, as soon as he's seven, we're getting fucked up. Uh, do you have a favorite celebrity food personality? I mean, I love Gordon Ramsay. Uh, yeah. I just I just wish I was him sometimes. Just be able to say whatever's on your mind to people. Yeah, tell people how you really feel about them. Yeah, instead of holding it inside for the rest of your life. So every morning you wake up and you look at them and you can't say it. Uh, I think uh, you should probably go to couples therapy, Lachlan. Uh, thanks. I'll try that. <laughs> I'll try that instead. Uh, but there is a celebrity chef named Lachlan Patterson. He should be my favorite. <clears throat> There's a celebrity chef named Lachlan Patterson? Yeah. I wrote that down and I sent it to you so you could, but you didn't do any research clearly. No, I, I I don't. I never look at the follow-up emails from uh, guests of my podcast. This is the first email. Anything else we should know? And I just wrote, there's a celebrity chef named Lachlan Patterson. I don't think just... anyone's ever filled out that part of the form. <laughs> Any additional information? Good to know. Good to know. All right. Well, you brought it up. So let's fucking bring up fake Lachlan Patterson. Do you want to hear a funny story about this guy? Yes. I mean, you, you put it in the email. Uh, I'm assuming you wanted to talk about him. He's, he must be a nice guy. Like, he has his own restaurant. I, I believe my IMDB picked up his credit for being on Top Chef. Like, isn't that crazy? Like, if you type in Lachlan Patterson and without Chef and you go to my IMDB. Amazing. I think I got his Top Chef. Let's see. Oh, this guy's badass. He's got yeah. a uh, Michelin star. What's his restaurant? It's in Boulder, Colorado. Fresca. Yeah, I got to go. You absolutely have to go. <laughs> right? I whenever I I mean I never get out there. That's the problem, but I'd love to. I have to go. Yeah, you you absolutely have to go. And you're going to be like, I've been searching for you my whole life and he's going to be like, I've been searching for you my whole life. And then I you're just... going to see if you guys have things in common like do you like uh, uh, Reese's Penis? Oh, Reese's Penis. <laughs> yes, I love Reese's Penis. <laughs> Reese's Penis. <laughs> hey, they're diversifying. Now they're making uh, dildos. I love it. I would eat that. I mean, I'd try it. Reese's Penis Buttercups? 
Reese's penis. <laughs> like for bachelorette parties, there should be Reese's penis. Oh man, they wouldn't make it out of the house. They wouldn't even make it to the bar. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. We all got diabetes on the uh, Reese's penis. <laughs> yeah, I never crossed paths with him, but I got his mail once. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think it was his. It said my name on it. So I opened it and it was a card that said uh, Chipotle celebrity card. Okay. And it was a card that you take to any Chipotle and order whatever you want for you and whoever you want and present it. And it's free. Oh, my God. What an ethical dilemma. Right? What did you do? I meant to give it to him, and I just never did. Have you used it before? Well, my wallet got stolen like a, like a month later. Oh, but, no. but for his benefit, I tested it out. And yeah, I, I ordered a bunch of Chipotle, and it came back. And then the woman scanned it, and the tail just read zero. And no then she way. and then she went to look at the card and she looked at me and she goes, I gotta get a manager. And uh so she got a manager and she's like, Yeah, that's it, that's his. And he, she goes, Who are you? And I go, I'm a comedian. And she goes, Oh, okay. And I go, uh, I need my card. And I had to pull it out of her hand. She thought she kept it. I'm like, No, I get to keep doing this. Oh, was, fuck, and you lost it? That's mm, such a travesty. I know. You you know what the ballsiest move would be? To contact Chipotle as the chef and be like, hey, can you resend it to my address in Ventura? Yeah, it crossed like, my mind. Amazing. Uh, what is your desert island food? So you're trapped on a desert island. One yeah. food you're never going to get tired of. Uh, peanut butter sandwiches. Just peanut butter? Peanut butter. I'll just take peanut butter even. No jelly on the sandwich? No. Just straight up peanut butter. I love peanut butter. I do too. Are you do you get the jiffy or you get like the organic stuff? I get uh what's what's the one I get? The one that's it's ingredients peanuts. That's yeah, it. Same. Yeah. Big fan of an organic peanut butter. Not it doesn't have to be yeah, organic, but like just give me the peanuts. Yeah. Why are you adding? I want uncut peanuts. Don't cut yeah. it with shit. Yeah, I agree. I don't need your fentanyl in my peanut butter. No. No. (laughs) We have two more questions. Is there a food you can't stand eating? I hate uh, kimchi. Whoa. Kimchi. uh, And if I did have a... I did try it. I remember being starving. I was doing Wise Guys in Utah. And I was right before the show. And I was starving. And normally I don't eat before the show. But I'm like, I'm going to eat. And then uh, they put kimchi on my food, and I just ate around it. But I was so hungry at the end, while I was waiting for the check, I just started putting it in my mouth. I get to the show. I get on stage halfway through the show. I got to go. No. Emergency. And I just called to the host. I said, hey, can you just give me a sec? I'll be right back. You got off stage halfway through your set? Yeah. Okay. And my stomach was so, my stomach was rejecting whatever I ate. And the manager and the owner were standing outside the bathroom door, like kind of knocking, going, you okay in there? Like, oh my God. It was horrible. This is awful. (laughs) So that's probably something I'll never eat for the rest of my life. I mean, I don't want to take away from your trauma, but maybe Utah is not the place where you go for kimchi. (laughs) 
I don't know that Joseph Smith was uh, bringing kimchi. Jebediah Longfellows on (laughs) Main Street is makes the best kimchi. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Him and all 12 of his daughters have worked there. And uh, yeah, they devote they devote all their lives to uh, no more kimchi. No more kimchi. Well, all right. That's too bad. I like kimchi. Do you like the flavor of it or you just didn't like what it did to you? It's, the flavor was okay. It was okay. Apologies to all my Korean listeners. We're also sponsored by a kimchi brand. Kim? Kim. Kim's kimchi. Kimchi. Kim's chi. Kimchi. Kimchi, which is kimchi flavored cheese. <laughs> <laughs> is it bad has it gone bad no that's just the flavor <laughs> it's just it's, it's kimchi flavored just kimchi flavored cheese just eat it last question which is my favorite question what is or what are your restaurant pet peeves oh i have a bit about the, when a restaurant writes under new management and on, on the front and it's yeah. like who's eating at a restaurant because of the management who's like hey what do you feel like tonight chinese italian anything with strong leadership (laughs) just right this seems weird like who who goes to a restaurant because of new management would you like to hear our specials now tell me about your manager tell me what are his goals for the back of house or it also is very insulting to the person who just sold their restaurant because they're driving by being like, oh, I retired, you know, I sold my restaurant. And these guys, their big selling point is, yeah, that guy's not fucking here anymore. <laughs> it, and it, it, it could be just the management. He could have just been fired. And then every time he sees that sign, he's got to be like, oh, shit. They're still telling people? On a huge banner. Come on, guys. Let's move on. <laughs> that's a great one. I think that's the first time uh, anyone has said that on the podcast. You've had a lot of firsts. Lachlan. Oh, I'm happy to be something first. Um, well, you are such a delight. I, I was so happy when I ran into you at the comedy store yeah. um, a couple months ago because it's the fun thing about being a comic. You're like in the same fraternity and then you end up losing touch and you travel, you're on the road, you do this, you do that. But then you see each other and you're like, it brings back all the fun memories. And uh, I think you're just one of the funniest. And it, it's it's a pleasure to have reconnected and to have you on the pod. So thanks for joining. Thanks for having me, Danny. Tell the people how they can find you. Uh, at Lockjaw, L-A-C-H-J-A-W on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Lachlan Patterson Comedy on Facebook and LachlanPatterson.com for all of my tour dates. Man, someone, someone's working. Someone's working. A little bit. Yeah. All right. Thank you, brother. Thanks, man. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.